welcome back to the manga show here on Omnibros. Uh, dang it, on Omnibros Live, where I am joined by some magnificent people, some friends, some co-hosts here. Uh, we've got to my side. I pointed in the right direction. That made me so proud. Uh, I've got Bobson Dugnut. How are you doing, Bobson? I'm your host. Bobson's, Bobson's doing great. <laughs> I'm Willie Dustis, and this is Bobson Dugnut. Hey, howdy, y'all. <laughs> How's it going? My name's Bobson. I hope y'all are having a good night. Yeehaw. We are, uh, we got a show for you tonight, and uh, down below we got my friend down from uh, from the island of Puerto Rico. Uh, we got Geo Petition for that Inhumans Omnibus still. Willie, if you keep that accent all throughout the show, I, I will be extra proud of you. Uh, thank you, everybody, for joining. Thank you so much. Happy to be here on a Thursday night talking about manga. On a Thursday night, y'all. Uh, we got some cool stuff to talk about tonight. Of course, we got the top 20 graphic novels from October of 2022. And uh, some talking about the success of the manga industry in this past couple of years since the onset of this pandemic we've been caught up in. Uh, now, <clears throat> I don't know how to segue into... <laughs> Well, two minutes. That's all right. Your accent just leaves. <laughs> I was like trying to think of the best way to segue, like still in character, into like. And speaking of whatever, let's take a look at our sponsor to our show, InStockTrades.com. Wait, I, I I got a cool segue. Uh, Dean is asking a question. Riley, I have been wondering something. Have you stopped buying Omnis or anything Marvel, DC, or Image? Well, Dean, let me take this opportunity to let you know that our famous omnibus collector here buys all his books from InStockTrades.com, the official sponsor of Omnibros Live here on the Omnibus Collectors Network, your home for all things collected editions. You can get your omnibus, trade paperbacks, hardcovers, manga, and so much more, up to 50% off. Loyalty discounts tack on an extra 2% to that if you order on a week-by-week basis. If you make an order of 50 bucks or more, you get free Shipping, fantastic customer service, wonderful packaging. That's in stock trades, the official sponsor of Omnibros Live here on the Omnibus Collectors Network. Shout out to IST. Uh, to answer the question legitimately, though, I I still buy way too many Western comics and Omnibus and stuff like that. And you'd see me talk about those. Uh, I post sometimes my hauls on on Twitter. Um, my most recent acquisition, I, I got a package that had the Avengers versus X-Men omnibus in it. I got the DM variant for that one, as well as the Batman Shadow War hardcover, uh, that crossover between the uh, like Robin, Batman, and, and Deathstroke. And then, of course, this week we had a couple uh, cool things. The Flash by Mark Wade omnibus. Uh, I got the first volume of the Scorched from the Spawn books. What uh, cover did you get for Flash? I got the DM cover, the one that's just wally alone um i don't remember what artist did it uh berserk deluxe edition volume 12 the breaker volume 4 zombie makeout club volume 1 those three are not western comics but then godzilla versus power rangers uh is and then after that uh i just could not wait to make an order next week uh i ordered the invisible kingdom library edition from dark horse and we'll be talking about dark horse a little bit later here um as well as uh, Below Ambition, Mega Hex, Megan Mog in Amsterdam, One More Year, and Seeds and Stems, which are a bunch of the Megan Mog stories by uh, Simon Hanselman. 
Um, I wanted to grab those. And then uh, that order did have one manga, Keep Your Hands Off of Aizuken, and one manhwa artist uh, by Yongshin Ma. So, did you get avant-garde Yumiko? I did. And you know what? It doesn't have the short story that I thought it did. Damn. That sucks. So I'll, oh, I didn't have to wait. Yeah. You know. um, but I have it. I have it um, to the side over here. It's, it's sealed. Cool. When you get it, it's sealed, right? On a... Is the book sealed when you get it? Because it's yeah. about... It's got people... Those are not just mushrooms. They are the male. Uh, I think yeah. that's what it, it's. Yeah, the, the male body part is what it says. Ding dongs. Yeah. All righty. Fabulous. Thank you, everybody. Check out handstocktrades.com. I also uh, collect Pokemon cards <laughs> and Inteleon. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I got to see that card. What, what is that? Inteleon VMAX. Oh, Inteleon. Sorry, sorry, sorry. My bad, my bad. I'm, I'm sorting all of my stuff, and the, it's the last. I just need to go through my fusion, uh, whatever. Is it? Yeah, don't worry about it, Dean. I, I, I saw your question. I'm like, that's the perfect segue, because I already know the answer to that. I just uh, I don't make the content about it on, on YouTube anymore, because I don't feel like that's my place. Um, I, I think that there's people that are saying the things that I would otherwise say anyway. So I, I am can always show them here on this channel. So yes. And I'm, I'm needed elsewhere. It's like the bat signal, except it's a volume of manga and people are like, help us <laughs> with this nice. bullshit, whatever thing. William, thank you for joining. Good evening. Uh, here. Today is national vanilla cupcake day. I didn't know. Now it's too late. I can't eat one now, but thank you for letting us know, Tasty Melon. Okay, so um, before we talk about the main topic, let's uh, discuss, because it's always fun, the MPD Book Scan. They do the monthly top 20 adult graphic novels, and this is for October, ranging from October... Uh, from the 2nd of October to the 29th. So let's do this over here. Let me share my screen. I don't want to reveal the number one. Do you guys have any guesses as to which book is number one for the month of October? I have an, a first question. Does this include... It, this is any graphic novel? So this is Western comics and manga? And... Yeah, it's a free okay. for so October, what came out in October? Okay, so I'm going to reveal here the first one. Number 20 is Saga Volume 10 from Brian K. Vaughn over at Image Comics. Makes sense. I was on hiatus for years, and now the first new paperback has come out. Zoom in. A little bit more. A little bit more. Thank you. Enhance. 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 <laughs> okay. Number 19. Chainsaw Man, Volume 5 from Tatsuki Fujimoto, Biz Media. Number 18. Dandadan, Volume 1 from Yuginobu Tatsu over at Biz Media. Breaking right away into the top 20 spot. That's awesome. Speaking of manga that have to do with the male part. Yep. 
<clears throat> Number 17, Solo Leveling from Chugong over at Yen Press. This is uh, Volume 5 of the Manhua or Webtoon or whatever you want to call it. You know, I don't, I don't see personally a lot of people who pick that up. And I don't know if it's just my circle. Like, I don't see people actually buy it. But Target does carry it. And uh, Walmart, too. Yeah. I know it's like a really popular series, but I, yeah, I also don't know anyone who reads it. In the grand scheme of things, I had to drop it because I had other stuff to get and little space. So I only have one volume of it, but it's good. And I think when when the show airs, because they are making an anime adaptation, I think it could sell a, a bit more than what it is selling now. Continue. Sorry, interrupt. No, I interrupted. You got to continue on the number 16. <laughs> Solo leveling is super popular with a demographic that isn't anyone I talk to. Yeah, same. Although I don't talk with anybody. We're loners. Uh, number 16. Chainsaw Man, Volume 9. Tatsuki Fujimoto, Viz Media. I have a feeling... That most of the eleven volumes are going to be on here. <laughs> number Hold on. fifteen. Can I? Can I? Uh, yeah. I was going to say if I could do number fifteen. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> do you want me to reveal it? Yeah. Go ahead. Okay. Number go. fifteen. Go. Can't communicate. Oda. Sorry, <laughs> I had to. No, no, that's great. I love it. Um, interesting. Comey has been on and off uh, this year. Sometimes it makes it to the top 20. Other times it's nowhere to be seen. It would help if she could communicate. Because she's had, yeah, she has problems communicating. communicating. That's why she doesn't make the list. <clears throat> Never uh, make a non-joke. Yeah, I'm, I'm telling you now that it's a joke. But look, Colleen, there's a shoujo on the list. Yeah. <laughs> Even I understand that one. Um, let's see, number 14 on the list. Chainsaw Man, Volume 7 from Tatsuki Fujimoto. Viz Media, once again. Number 13. Demon Slayer, Kimetsu no Yaiba, Volume 1, Koyoharu Gotuge. Uh, oh, Demon God. Slayer, lately, it's, it's, all, it's always Volume 1 that's on the top 20. I think it's, it's a lot. I say it every month, but I think it is a lot of, like, Targets and Walmarts expanding their selection and just buying up, like, copies of the first volume. I want to say, I had a, you remember my manga section, Riley, on, at my local Walmart? That's the only yeah. place I can go to to get physical manga right now unfortunately and it was a little small booth like uh, not a booth like a end cap corner thing of a larger shelf and now next to it was the regular book section and crappy novels that nobody cares for now manga is overtaking that side like a parasite <laughs> and it's seeping its way through and i love it because now they're like I saw, like uh, more Junji Ito books and more random crap, like from Viz, Kodansha, and Seven Seas. I'm like, all right, way to go! I'm not gonna buy any of you, but way to go! <laughs> yeah. 
coincidentally are they do they also carry parasite there shoot i think i may have seen it i don't know i think i may have seen it uh but i've seen a little bit of everything the the weirdest item there would have been or the weirdest the weirdest title sorry Bakemonogatari, considering the rest of the books are more family friendly, and that one's uh, 18 and up, in my opinion. And uh, obviously, Junji Ito books, they're kind of disturbing. Like, they had Frankenstein of all, all of all the books, and that one's pretty gross. Uh, what was the other one? My Dress Up Darling, which is Saran Wrapped, because each book, each volume has fan service. Uh, I don't know. I don't know how to feel about that. Also, Walgreens is selling manga now. And they have the same type of uh, books as well, which is weird. You can get your drugs and you can get your uh, My Hero Academia. Number 12. Chainsaw Man, Volume 11. What a surprise. From Tatsuki Fujimoto. Wow. Number 11. It would have been funny if volume 11 was at number 11, but it's not. At 11, the 11th spot is Chainsaw oh. Man, volume 10. Wow. Shocking. Crazy list, man. This is insane. <laughs> number 10. Uh, Toilet Bound Hanako-kun, volume 16 from Aidaido. Another shoujo? Wow. You're testing my patience. <laughs> hey, Hayden, thank you so much. I appreciate that super chat. We all appreciate it. Thank you. Hope you're all doing well. Uh, it's been one of those weeks where one day you, uh, you feel fine, then the other one you feel like crap, and then the other day you feel sick, and then this one today you feel kind of good. Uh, but it's all good over here, man. Thank you so much. Thank you for the super chat. And you get the ass dance as a result. So thank you so much for super chatting, as always. Appreciate it. I was like, is this something Riley does? <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. I mean, I don't know what happens when we're off air and when we <laughs> leave, but uh, just uh, Shin Shan doing his thing. Thank you, Hayden. Uh, okay, so 10. Don't get too excited now. We're going into number nine. Lore. Uh -huh. Olympus Volume Three. From, you know, I just yeah. bought the three hardcovers the other day because I was at a Target, and I they keep had seeing all them, and they look interesting. But I haven't, uh, I haven't bought any. They were they're massive, they're pretty, and they were thirty percent off each. So I I picked them up. Nice. It's based on Greek mythology, right? Yeah, I feel like I think it's yeah. Persephone, right? Persephone and Hades. Yeah, people who enjoyed uh, The Wicked and Divine might enjoy it, and vice versa. Wicked and Divine, though, like, obviously a much more mature story. Yeah. We have, like, what Lucifer blows up in the first chapter or something. Uh, how much of a super chat for Riley to do the ass dance? <laughs> What's your price, Riley? Riley! I'm not... Uh, confident Throw a number. Don't worry about it. Nobody's gonna do the super chat for that. But one million dollars. Okay. Well, we can't do a million, but the top we the top number is I think five hundred on the super chat. Five hundred. Five hundred it is. There you go. Five hundred with the pants down. 
Oh. Geo said it, not me. <laughs> and then you pay for the YouTube channel <laughs> afterwards. Exactly. Uh, number eight. Chainsaw Man, Volume 4. Have you ever heard of this series, Chainsaw Man? Shocking. Number seven. Chainsaw Whoa! Man, Volume 3. This is crazy. <laughs> Number six. Spy Family, Volume oh, 8. Oh, boo. <laughs> yeah. our fun. Yeah. It's a fun series, though. No, I love Spy Family. Uh, we're going into the top five. Brace yourselves. Number five. Chainsaw Man, Volume 2. Chainsaw Sweep. And number four. Kaiju number eight, Volume 4. Nice. I'm happy to see Kaiju number eight that I. Number three. Chainsaw Man, Volume 1. Okay, Chainsaw so one, sweep. two, three, four, uh, ten, eleven. Oh, you're keeping track. We still have eight. Five. Uh, do we have six? Eight and six and two no two two was two was up there what so okay we have chainsaw man volume five nine seven eleven ten uh four three two one okay so eight and six are the only ones not yet and there's two, two parts i think hold on okay place place bets volume eight or volume six who thinks who thinks is going to be number one I can't say anything because I've already I've I've already looked at the list. Okay, so, so Riley, do you think volume eight or volume six is going to be number one? Eight, because I don't know if six is carried at like. Ooh, wait. Chains. Oh, is that the naked cover? Yeah, six has. I was just gonna look it up. Oh, I think eight might have Machima on the cover. Mm, interesting. I forgot about that. Volume six, then, because I think people are buying the the naked cover before reading the series. But I don't think that the that Target carries the naked cover. Oh no! Wait, 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 wait! I do remember at Walmart seeing uh, six, and saying to myself, "Man, this is messed up that it's at a Walmart and next to the young kid toy aisle." They have a sticker over it. No, nothing. Uh, Just the. I'm gonna say volume six still. Boobies. People are horny. People be horny. Okay. okay. Let's Volume see. Two. For, uh, on it. Number two. My Hero Academia, Volume 32. All right. All right. If it's Chainsaw Man, it's six or eight. Chainsaw Man, eight. And <laughs> at number one, as the top selling adult graphic novel for the month of October 2022, the same is. Way. Lore Olympus, <laughs> Volume 3, hardcover. What? <laughs> Beautiful. Beautiful. What? Lore Olympus sweep. <laughs> what happened to the chainsaw sweep? <laughs> well, we got 9 out of 11 on there. Yep. So that's the list. Lore, a lot of lore, or yeah, a lot of lore and a lot of chainsaws. And Saga. And Saga, randomly thrown in there, and dun dun, dun. You would think with how much Lore Olympus is popular, someone would pick up Colette Decides to Die. Right? Yeah. 
Uh, like that's not here. another Greek mythology series. The um, um, shit balls. What was I gonna say? The heck is this one? Oh, the Sailor Moon Naoko Takeuchi is also at like my target. They have three volumes out. I picked uh, the first one at Walgreens. I showed you guys two weeks ago, and I'm waiting to see if they put volume two so I can get it. But I'm always seeing volume threes everywhere. This is what is this? Top twenty author graphic novels. What's the difference? Gra adult graphic novels. Oh, uh, manga superhero graphic novels. Anyway, it's more of the same. Whatever. Lore Olympus weep over there too. Oh wait, wait, wait! Top twenty manga of October. Oh, it's going to be the same thing. Except, Literally um, all this. Yeah. Uh, Jujutsu oh, wait, Kaisen. I see the interest. The only difference is, let's see, My Hair Academia, Chainsaw Man, Kaiju, the only difference here being uh, the numbering and the they added Jujutsu Kaisen. Oh, I see four. Chainsaw Man Volume 6 as well, so technically I'm the winner because Chainsaw Man Volume 8 is nowhere to be seen. Yeah, but Spy Family Volume 8 is. That was not the criteria, Riley. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, the top 20 manga. I guess we should do this for next month and talk about both uh, the top adult graphic novels and the top 20 manga. I hadn't thought of that. Uh, but it's mostly going to be the same. Just a lot, a lot of Viz Media books to the point where it gets boring, and I don't like it. Uh, everything's Viz Media except uh, Toilet Bound. Does Yen Press not have any other series out there that it's not? Volume 8 also has boobies on it. Of what? Of Chainsaw Man. It's just not as prevalent. Well, it's had uh, boobage action since volume one i think whatever volume power is on the back yeah. cover she is completely naked and it never made me want to buy it <laughs> uh my academia volume 32 is that the one with hold on let me search with the is it, I, I don't know who this character is the one with the purple hair yeah who it's is like that? A new character on the front yeah there we go well, there you go. Interesting. Uh, more of the same, honestly. Not too surprising, but still pretty fun to look at. It's it's literally always whatever is at re like retailers like Target and Walmart. Those are all of them. The only book that showed up um, on the top 20 of the first list, Saga and Don Dadan are the only ones that I've never seen at like my Target locations. Or my Walmart. I actually did finally find the, excuse me, the manga section at my Walmart though. Hey, nice. It was pretty much exactly the same as my Target, but I, I think they just have the same, not clients, the same distributors or whatever, just yeah. sending them that stuff. I think it's the same for all stores. Uh, how did Laura Olympus Volume 3 get to be 9 and 1? Uh, yeah, one is the soft cover, the other one's the hard cover. There's a, a couple of series that have double release like that this month as well. 
Double um, whammy. From Webtoon. Uh, one of them, I don't remember the title, but it was the one about the, the lady that, uh, uh, they're a high school girl who um, gets good at makeup and becomes popular. That time I got reincarnated as a high school lady that does makeup. <laughs> True beauty. I made that up. Yes, true beauty. Thoughts on the Twitter drama about the latest chapter of Tokyo Revengers? I, I, whenever I see that pop up on my Twitter feed, I hit not interested. I don't want to. I don't want to look at it. So I don't know what happened. I people didn't like the ending, and so now they're complaining about it, like they did back at the end of uh, Attack on Titan. But that was stupid. I liked the finale for Attack on Titan. I thought it was great. I don't understand why people are throwing hissy fits and like threatening an author over fictional characters. Um, also, similar like to uh, Colleen's experience with the end of Chihai Furu, where everyone was pissed off. Not everyone, just a certain subsect of people who don't know how to read, apparently. <laughs> but I don't think any of them are going to be watching me on a live stream anyway. I'll go ahead and roast if I don't care. Is you probably like secretly have that entire community of uh, errata fans are like, yeah, probably. Fuck this. <laughs> um, uh, just people don't, I don't know, like people act as if if you dis number one, it's like people act like it is definitively bad. And then number two, they act as if if you dislike the ending of something, you absolutely cannot have enjoyed anything else. Yeah. Like like you had said when when the ending of Shihai Furu happened, all of those people were like, this brings this down from a 10 to a 1 or something. And the thing <laughs> is, so my like side of it, I I mean, I did see people that were like, Oh, if she doesn't end up with this guy, then the guy I like, then then I'm gonna drop the series or I'm gonna I'm gonna rate this a six. And I'm just I was always like, what what has changed your mind so drastically about this character's story that just not getting with one person makes the entire story like worthy of dropping that much to you? Like what what about one chapter changes the whole series unless that chapter is literally taking everything from the series and erasing it or like saying oh this actually didn't happen it like was... that's the only way i can see it being like that much of a big deal yeah yeah this i mean sorry to interrupt but look at this nah, you're good. uh hajime sayama uh wrote a bunch of cool stuff but i'm just going to focus on that one paragraph that says I am aware that the ending of Attack on Titan was quite controversial. I am open to receiving people's honest opinions. However, I would appreciate it if you'd be kind to me. Because there were people, like, someone had a thread where they posted a bunch of screenshots of people not being kind to him, where they were literally like, go kill yourself. Like, you don't know how to write. I hope, like, I hope you die painfully. Like, stuff like that. I'm like, Jesus, man. Said the guy in a basement reading the manga from a pirated website yeah or something with no idea how to begin to write a book of its own of his own i get now why some series will have like remember last week there was the, the one series that had two final volumes yeah yeah 
I get why they do that now. Like, because it's, it's an easy way to give your audience, like, no matter who you are, like you, everyone gets the ending that they wanted. So it's like, if, if, you know, Chihai Furu had the errata ending and the, and, and the, what's it ending? How do you not know Tai Chi? <laughs> like, how could you? Sorry, sorry. <laughs> I was searching my myself, and I was like, I'm gonna upset Colleen, <laughs> not knowing this. Once again, <laughs> it's coming out. <laughs> I'm gonna make you like sprain your arm with all the times you try to. I'm I'm great. You know, you know how much I used to play Beat Saber. My arms are. <laughs> My arms are helicopters at this point. Um, but yeah, I get why they do that, though. Like, I understand at this point, like, it might be a way for them to, like, save the themselves from, from having this kind of reaction from, from the audience so they don't have to worry about people like that being like, no, this series sucks because my favorite didn't, didn't win. But I don't, at the same time, I've never read a series that does that with a split ending. Um... I mean, that one was... day in a week, by the way. <laughs> yeah, that one day is next week. Um, I've never read a series that does the two endings before, but I cannot comprehend in my mind how that works. Because to me, like, usually that stuff is set up, like, so far in advance that, like, just having the last, like, I don't know, like, eight chapters be a variance seems weird. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's like with uh, Kengan Omega. I dropped it after the tournament because it just didn't make sense. Fate Night, Fate Stay Night loves the multiple endings. Oh, Fate Stay Night. I I, I like uh, the main thing, the 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 main games, not the countless spinoffs and cell phone games and mobile and. Whatever the hell they're doing now, I just like Fate Stay Night, uh, Unlimited Blade Works, uh, Fate Zero, and the other one, Heaven's Feel. Sorry. Continue. I dread to think how bad people will get when One Piece ends. Oh, they're gonna, they're gonna be a lot of people are gonna be mad, regardless of the ending. I think any long-running series is always just going to have people who are vocally upset. And I think it's a lot of the reason is just because they're upset it's over in the first place. And especially ones who have been with the series for a long time because they've seen the series change over time. So they probably have a different idea. Like when they started this series, they probably had a completely different idea than what the author does now. And they probably didn't change that idea with the author while they were writing it. So they're kind of like stuck in the beginning of the series still. And that's why they get so upset. Because that's what I feel like happened with Chihayafuru. It feels like a lot of people were like, but that's how the beginning of the series was. And it's like, well, clearly the series had a huge tone shift halfway through. So like, did you not think it would be a good idea to like maybe start critically analyzing that tone shift from the future on? Like, and I feel like a lot of people are probably going to do that with One Piece because I know you guys have said that there's a, a time jump, right? In the series? Yeah, it's just a. Yeah. Uh -huh. So. Yeah. And I can imagine that brings a shift in the series too. It with does. 
so the, it does get a little bit more mature with some of the content and like yeah. the, the the tone and whatnot. But um, the um, wait, how do you say this series? Batum. 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 I would say it like a like an explosion. Batum. Is the only series I know with two endings. It made sense since the series had a video game premise. It had a dark ending and a light ending. Cool. I think um, one thing that I've noticed that that disappoints some with when a series ends is like a lot of series, the end is very like sudden. And so uh, one topic of uh, discussion, like for Tokyo Revengers, for instance, people were like, how are they going to wrap this up in five chapters? Like when the author announced that it was five chapters from being older. Yeah. And then like, a lot of times with manga, especially with like um, shonen manga, like it's like the final conflict finishes and it's just boom, it's done. And there's not really uh, a lot of follow up after that to kind of come down from the climax, I guess. Yeah. And um, I think that like that's something that's important for for series to have is like if it's a big final battle or whatever, like have the final battle and then let the characters come down and give you an idea of like how they're moving forward after this before it finishes. I don't know about Tokyo Revengers because I haven't even started reading it yet. So I, I couldn't even tell you what happens in the first chapter, but um, so I don't know if they did that or not, but I'm, I, I think like it would be odd to me if uh, one piece didn't come down from the climax like whatever you know the final war luffy finds the one piece and then uh and it's broken into two pieces <laughs> anyway and he goes to get the a two fire. piece the two piece is real that's gonna be the sequel two piece <laughs> uh the i i think it would be weird if we don't see like at least some sort of like you know and then the crew went off and did their whatever, like something like Sanji getting to do his thing and Usopp getting to do his thing and everyone getting to do it. Like, cause you want to see that. You want to see that, like leaving it a little bit open-ended, um, but having like a, a nice happy ending for each character. Cause we're talking about Shonen. We're not talking about Seinen. It's going to end happily. Yeah. I will say the one series that I think is, it was perfectly fine with ending kind of abruptly with seven seeds because it does that where it's like okay everything's like resolved for this moment but literally yeah. it's not like technically an ending because nothing ends it's just like this this situation was resolved and then it's just like that's over but it did end up getting a spinoff of five chapters of like what happens next but like for people who were just reading the main series, it was just over. And I don't think I know anyone who thought like the ending of Seven Seeds was bad. So I think there's a way to do it, but maybe yeah. it's just in certain genres. It's better It's better done than like a battle series. Yeah. I like so my profession. Character evolutions are a shockingly new concept to them. Sword <laughs> yeah. I, I, I like... I don't know if I'm in the minority here, but I did like the way that after Naruto ended, they they had the short like whatever ten chapters or whatever, the epilogue thingamajig. Yep. Yeah, I thought that was pretty good, but and this is a giant but. 
uh, it did birth Boruto. <laughs> it was widely unnecessary. Oh, they funny. had just left it at that, and they were like, this is what the gang's up to 10 years later. I think that would have been fine. I'll tell you what. If they would have left it at the movie, it would have been sweeter. Uh, Naruto, the, the movie final. No, no, the Boruto movie. Because it, it, the plan was to make that epilogue manga, the movie, and that's it. And then they had the idea, well, what if we take this movie and turn it into a full-fledged manga? Let's do that. And an anime. An anime that's like more still than ongoing. More than 50% filler, still ongoing. 14 Blu-rays, by the way. Uh, oh, I hear a cat. Yeah. Yeah, he's so loud. Come here, bud. <laughs> he's just he's he's not a fan of Boruto either. Ooh, come here. I like oh look at that. I like Boruto the movie, but I don't like the manga or the anime. The manga is okay. The manga is okay, but it's like superfluous. It it's just very much not needed. Boruto is what happens when people ask for a series to not stop. I mean, I'll, I'll just say if it makes some people happy to read it and watch it, then okay, I guess. I I, I, I stopped at the movie. That's enough for me. I like um, the way Bleach has done stuff where they, first of all, did not tell you that Burn the Witch was connected to Bleach. That was awesome. When the reveal happened, I'm like, yeah. oh, the last sweet. That- page and it's like the soul society east branch or whatever the hell and mm-hmm. then like the burn the witch like logo has the b-l-e-a-c-h in it i was like yo what <laughs> um that was cool and then they came back with that that like anniversary chapter to to give you like a catch-up on what's going on like everyone as adults and stuff and that chapter was dope as hell and also um kind of open the door to if they wanted to do more they could mm-hmm. but it's not necessary they don't have to if i may uh we have reviews on this channel riley and i talking about both uh, we did a review on burn the witch and the epilogue bleach chapter one shot thing so if you guys want to check those videos out and uh, leave a like on them appreciate it so, um, Dark Horse. Yeah, let's move on to that one because uh, we're already halfway through the show. Uh, what did you want to talk about when it came to Dark Horse? Because I titled this The Success of Manga. And oh. uh, Dark Horse has some thoughts on that. There was uh, ICD2, I think, was interviewing, uh, what's his name? Yeah. Uh, Michael Richardson, is it? There's yeah. a couple of Richardsons that worked at Dark Horse, so I, I get them confused. Here it is. Mike Richardson. Um, and he said a bunch of stuff about like periodicals and comics and, and stuff that moved from Diamond to Penguin Random House, which, fingers crossed, they don't have the same issues that Marvel has had with Penguin, because Penguin... If you buy comics, you know, like, damages a lot of their uh, Marvel stuff and shipping. Anyway, um, he said, uh, he kind of spoke, one of the things that, about comics was that periodicals are kind of 
dying i think like they're past the uh the point of what they were originally for they to... may have outlived their usefulness yeah they um because those periodical comics like single issues floppies were originally supposed to be cheap affordable accessible but now like a single issue is four or five dollars or more depending on what it is and you get a lot more content from uh, a volume of manga than you do from a single issue of comics. Of course, you know, the, the content is usually you know, full color, larger trim pages and stuff like that. But the comparison can be drawn. And Mike Richardson also mentions in here that he has been interested in manga even before his Dark Horse days. Um, and he was working on manga at dark horse in the earliest days um when they had a a, a uh, an office in japan at the time and in those early days that was when it was like the their magazine um i forget what it was called but they had a monthly magazine that ran for like or was it weekly i don't remember it has like 50 something issues um and it was one of the the first major um it's not the first there's like a couple others but it's one of the first major manga magazines manga periodicals that came out in the u.s and it published a bunch of different series that we now have in volume editions um the big thing that hinged on especially what like when deb aoki had uh retweeted uh she brought attention to him saying their plans for the future that they were going to continue to republish uh classic well-known titles and start introducing new licenses. And that's something that I've kind of been talking about in here is the way that they've been focusing on that stuff. He does touch on Embracer Group a couple times and that Dark Horse Comics is likely to, to get to do some work with Embracer on some of their other properties. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, it was, it was interesting, like always interesting to hear a comic publisher talking about the manga that they do because right now dark horse i think is the only major comic publisher that does a lot of manga as well like dc does like justice league manga and stuff like that but yeah um dark horse is the only one that does the whole spread the whole gamut of things and um i think they brought a lot of that into the way that they do manga and the, the way that they produce that's why the why Dark Horse does these, you know, the Berserk, Blade of the Immortal, Helsing hardcovers, um, mm -hmm. in a way that these other companies didn't, because they that's a very Western comic way to do these collections uh in that premiere format. So I don't know, just some interesting notes to touch on um from from Dark Horse. Do do you think um it would be it, how, how how do I say this? Um how different would the landscape look if somebody like DC and Marvel started getting uh, manga titles to publish? Well, um, DC, in 2023 or whatever in the future. DC used to have CMX. Mm -hmm. And uh, I know Colleen's familiar with a lot more CMX titles than I am because it was a lot of shoujo. Yeah. Yep. And CMX... Um, uh, eventually folded. Um, I don't remember exactly when, because I don't remember when they, they stopped, but I think it was a little bit before 
the big bust around 2010. I don't think that CMX lasted that long. I can figure that out for you. CMX went under the big... 2010. Yeah. Oh, so it was it was during the bust. Yeah. Um, they're known for their censored release of uh, Tenjo Tenge. Uh, Omar was talking about that the other day. Uh, Viz fixed that, I guess, with the signature release. Whoa. So uh, if you go to Wikipedia, they have a full list of manga titles published by uh, CMX. It's a lot of stuff. Uh, let's see. Uh, Shin-Chan, Canon. Oh, I'm going to butcher these names. Get ready. Uh, Chikyu, Misaki, Cypher, Densha Otoko. Uh, the Devil Does Exist, Emma, from Eroica with Love, Gals, Gone, uh, I Hate You More Than Anyone, uh, Madara, Love for Venus. I'm just going by real quick. Versus, The Young Magician, Tower of the Future, Swan, Sword of the Dark Ones. Lots of interesting stuff here. A lot of those, unfortunately, didn't finish. Like Swan, notoriously, mm -hmm. didn't get to finish. Yeah. Musashi, number nine. Orfina. Uh, Penguin Revolution, everybody's favorite. Phantom Thief. Peak Fiction. Uh, yeah. Steel Fist Riku. Martial Arts Manga. So CMX uh, was founded back in 2004, and it went under in July of 2010. But what if uh, they decided to uh, bring that back? Do you think it would change uh, how things are done? Uh, or, or maybe uh, the current publishers might see things differently now that there's more competition. Because... I want to see different publishers and not a, a top 20 graphic novel list and it's all Viz Media. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think. Marvel does manga in like conjunction with Viz. Because mm -hmm. whenever they do one of those, it's like twin billing. Like the top will say Marvel and the bottom says Viz or something. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I just can't imagine them being interested in doing it again because the the landscape whenever like Dark Horse first got into it and whenever uh, DC was doing stuff it was a different landscape and I think like it was almost a little more experimental so it didn't feel like a a huge commitment for them to try out stuff and like yeah. everyone was excited about it like the expansion in in the early 2000s of manga when dark horse got in it was being treated similarly to to comics like they were putting out the periodical um magazine which would you know show up on comic stands with everything else um viz media did uh in their early days periodicals as well they did you know single issues of stuff like pokemon and dragon ball mm -hmm. but, um those would appear on on magazine stands and stuff and then it's like i don't know this separation happened eventually where they stopped i guess once the single issue stopped is when they stopped being seen together 
um, in a lot of ways. Yeah. I don't know if they, if they tried it again now. If it would really, I don't. I don't know if they they would know how. Because the the manga market uh, demands much higher print runs than what's popular with comics. Mm -hmm. So I'm not trying to. I'm trying to look at the article uh, with what you mentioned about reprints, and I can't find it. That's why I'm scrolling. <laughs> it was. Uh, I think they said repackage which was an interesting way to put it because that makes it out like they're going to do more um, omnibus what, cover. What series uh, do they still have left? Uh, from uh, What licenses do they still have for manga that you know of or you can remember? <laughs> trying to find... Because I know a lot of people are asking for Trigon. Yeah. And next year we get the new anime. And if there was ever a time to do that, to at least reprint stuff, it'd be with the, or at least announce it with the release of the anime next year. Um, so the, the quote is, I was publishing manga from our earliest days. We're always ready and willing to expand the line. We have a plan to repackage some past favorites as well as announce a number of new titles. Um, if I'm not mistaken, I have somewhere on my computer a document of all Dark Horse manga. Uh, five, they've sold 5 million copies of Berserk. Holy crap. That's a lot. Uh, let's see over here. I feel like Dark Horse has like almost absolutely zero shoujo or uh, jose i i'm sure they have like one in their entire history like not just now like in their entire history it seems to be more of like a, a seinen yeah. publisher which is why i don't own any series from them and uh, i honestly doubt that they would get into shoujo at the very least Especially again, again, no. Was they used to do some clamp? They they were uh, the early one of the earlier publishers for a lot of clamp stuff. So mm. like, I don't remember if. Yeah. Yep. And Angelic Layer, that's clamp, right? I think so. Yeah. Uh, I think so. Yeah. I don't know if that was Shonen or Shoujo though. Well, just going mm. by uh, Wikipedia here. Uh, somebody listed off just random uh, titles that they published. Akira, Astro Boy, Berserk, Blade of the Immortal, Ghost in the Shell, Lone Wolf and Cub, Trigon, Blood, Blockade, Battlefront, uh, Gantz, Helsing, Drifters, Blood Plus, uh, uh, Fully Cooley, Mob Psycho, Oremo. That's random as hell. What the hell? Uh, Clamp, including Clover, Chobits, uh, yeah. Cardcaptor Sakura, Magic Knight, Ray Earth, Gate 7. Um, so, yeah, mostly Saiyan and stuff. Oh my goddess. Three Clamp Shoujos. Legal Drug, was that? Uh... It was either a Shoujo or a Jose. I don't remember which one. 
Um, they have a couple of Tezuka, like Next World, and of course Astro Boy. They're bringing back Oh My Goddess. I think um, one of the biggest things that they should focus on is unfinished titles like MPD Psycho and um, Blood Block Blockade Battlefront. Never got the sequel in English. It's a bit of a tongue twister. Blood blah 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 blah. I hate that title. Blood Blockade Battlefront. There you go. Um, Dark Horse doesn't have many of the Clamp titles anymore. They're coming back with Oh My Goddess. No, uh, the uh, Clamp is mostly at Kadansha at this point. Yeah. If Dark Horse doesn't have Trigon under their belt ready to go for the anime release, they're basically giving up free money. Yeah. It's right there. They've lined it up perfectly to at least announce it and be like, hey, next year, maybe at summertime, we're going to do Trigon again and everybody can lose their minds. Because I'm tired of seeing tw tweets about it. When are you going to bring back Trigon? Whenever they are able to, my dudes. Sorry, bud. And dudettes. I want big, big Trigon volumes because the artwork would benefit. And it's oh, like. Oh, hell yeah. I can't fit. I can't follow some of those panels. It's so kinetic that it's hard to figure out what the hell's going on. It's like, like if you took an image and you went like that, and you're just seeing all the lines going like that. I'm like, okay, cool. It went that way. Yeah. And they're just fighting and shooting it out. And sometimes I feel like the action actually does go in the wrong direction. Like you're reading <laughs> yeah. it from right to left, but the action goes left to right. And you're like, wait a second, what? <laughs> That reminds me, a, a couple scenes from uh, My Hair Academia, they're also like that sometimes. I don't know what the hell's going on. I'm like, okay, they're fighting. Cool. <laughs> Yay, Deku. Deku, go ahead. Yeah, I don't like know it. where you are, but you're doing great. You're doing great, buddy. Keep going. And it looked cool for a second, but then there was a bunch of lines, and I don't know what happened. Japanese title for Blood Blockade Battlefront is Kekai Sensen. Much easier to say. Yeah. Yeah. What the hell? <laughs> That's Blood why sometimes Blood. I prefer to say the, the original name rather than the English translation. Uh, Demon Slayer, don't you mean Kimetsu no Yaiba? <laughs> uh, like Kimetsu no Yaiba, and you push up your uh, eyeglasses. Come on, nerds. Say it right. <laughs> I think you mean Kimetsu no Yaiba. <laughs> <laughs> Kekai Sensen translates to Bloodline Battlefront, so they could have eliminated 1B. Bloodline yeah. Battlefront is so much easier to say. Blood Blockade Battlefront. There you go. Do you think the summertime rendering hardcovers will show up in December? Yes. I, I have, I, I'm 100% confident in that. And I can't say why. Uh-oh, Geo can't say why. What's he hiding? I, I, I know. I got some sources, too, you know. What's he no, thinking? no, but but uh, they they've been printing them out. It's gonna happen. I mean, if by now you can't get that freaking book out, three times a charm, right? Jesus Christ, retire already! Completely forgot about that book too. I I'll be honest, I kind of don't want it anymore because I saw the anime and I'm like, yeah, I'm, oh, it's man. all right. I, I'm in no rush to pick up the manga again and read that story again. Sorry, Udon screwed their sales on that oh my god horribly it was scheduled for may 31st and then june and then july and then 
August and then September and then no uh, just December everything. So I think it's December twenty seventh. All okay. six hardcovers in one go. I ain't got money for that. Maybe they're relying on Christmas, the Christmas spirit. But the paperbacks came out. Nobody wants so paperbacks. Like the, Except, well, I lie. Manga Twitter wants paperbacks. No, because Manga Twitter also hates thick paperbacks. Oh. But then the they green. also hate it when the paperbacks are too thin. Man, I saw that discourse on the freaking My Hair Academia box set. Like, holy shit, you guys are insufferable. I can't. I... They would have died. Do you remember when Marvel switched, like going into Marvel now, how thin the yeah. got? Yeah. Or I don't know if it was going into Marvel now or like into all new Marvel now or whatever, but like those paperbacks, like a four issue paperback, which yeah. would be like $17.99, was like the size, it was like the same width as a single issue almost. Like you could barely fit anything on the damn spine. Let me see if I can if I have one. Hold on, I'll be right back. Hold on. It was yeah, it was bad. Like they they went really really thin because the the paper quality got really thin. Um, Marvel also changed the paper that was used on the the covers of their issues to be the paper that's used on the interior pages. Yeah, which means that like it no longer had nicer like I don't want to say photo stock, but like a thicker stock paper that. Um, lasts longer than like one reading well and i was gonna say uh, i could go and get them but my cat is literally asleep on me the we were talking about it on twitter already but the the shoujo b uh uh series have been getting that thin for like the past few years now. So like if they were if they were Shoujo Beat fans, they would have been upset about this already. Like <laughs> Natsume's Book of Friends literally looks the same size as like the Italian prints that they've been complaining about. And the only reason I had said anything about Skip Beat Volume 47 is because it looked like it almost got smaller from already being small. And I figured they were just going to keep it the exact same. So I was like, oh my gosh, if they make these even smaller, I will like be kind of upset. Not upset, but like sad about it because it's already so thin in the first place. <laughs> but like the, the the current Italian prints are really just the exact same size as what Shoujo Beat has been running for like the past few years for their ongoing titles other than like Snow White and Yona. I don't mind anything. I'm so easygoing. As long I just as don't like how it looks on the shelf. That's really like my only thing. All right, Gio, what you? But it, like, you can read it, so I'm still gonna buy it. Uh, obviously, you can't compare because it's different series. But here's the Exiles uh, printing of Volume One, the Chunky Trade, and this is what we were used to, right? When it comes to trades. Yeah, stuff like that, and like thicker paper. Uh, I think this has 19 issues. Uh, again, I'm not making a comparison because it's 19 versus this, which has six. Look at six issues from Swordmaster. Yeah, you can barely see the title on the spine. Yeah, uh, like that. Swordmaster. Our comics typically stocked with the spine out yeah and they'll 
super something facing outward in the stores, but like usually it's spine out. Paper quality is very flimsy. Thin as hell. Yeah. Compared to this, which I do think is uh, much, um, it even sounds thicker. <laughs> but yeah. Did you see? <laughs> how is that six issues? Right? Yeah. The crazy thing is, six issues, nineteen, not too far off from each other. And yet, this looks like it has like a million pages inside. And this looks to be like a single floppy. Like Riley said, this. If I showed you this, you'd think, oh, it's like, is that one single comic? No, it, there's six comics inside here. <laughs> that it looks like three at the most. Or th yeah. That's yeah, pretty insane. Um, did you see that Jinji Ito Premium manga box set is Japanese only, but looks very nice? Uh, no, I did not. Hook me up, James. Uh, send me a yeah. link. If you can, I'm not bossing anybody around, just in case. Do it, James. Send James me the link, James. James, <laughs> James is uh, one of our mods, by the way, if anybody's wondering. It's not like I'm bossing around the chat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, most people I know all cancel their hardcovers. <laughs> They're going to be stuck with hundreds of summertime rendering hardcovers sitting on, on uh, shelves. That's going to be insane. Everybody just moved on to the paperbacks. Wait until next winter and they'll be like 75% off. Oh, that'd be <laughs> great. And here's the thing. The anime had such great voice acting. They had really top tier talent. Now they're coming out with a Switch game. And it's like, uh, I think, action RPG with heavy emphasis on, on visual novel elements. So I'm more excited about the game, honestly, because I get to hear the cast again. Uh, and the mangaka worked with OLM to fix some of the things in the manga, to uh, fix the finale and some, I guess, terminology and some character stuff. So I'm very happy with the show. It sucks that it's still stuck on Disney Plus jail, unfortunately. Um, link has been sent. Where did you send it? Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I got a game. What you got? Hey, wait a minute. I also got a game, and I think you know what it is. No, bud, stop. No, I go no. fast. <laughs> Hell yeah! We were talking about uh, Sonic not too long ago on this channel. I got it for Switch. It's, it's it runs fine. A lot of people were going nuts on Twitter, like I can't play it on this. I've been playing it and it plays fine. Obviously, it's not as graphically intense as a PlayStation Five, but it plays fine. I got it so that I would finally actually use my PS Five. <laughs> oh, so, uh, here it is, James. Thank you. Thank you, buddy. Holy crap, this box set. Why don't they release that? It would sell extremely well in the West. In the West. Uh, just to live and learn. Junji Ito. 
uh, premium manga box set collection announced. Wow, wow, wow. Wow. It even has a shirt. I do like shirts. Uh, but it's, it's, it's white, and I'm, I don't use a lot of white shirts. I can't wear white shirts because I have overactive sweat glands in my armpits, and it makes them turn yellow. <laughs> well, that sucks. It does. Oh, I can click on it. Oh, hold on, hold on. Hold up. Okay, so I got to be honest. This does not look good. This looks like a shoebox. <laughs> I'm sorry, Japan. Do better, please. Uh, what's the other image? This looks a lot better. It still looks like a shoebox, but it, it looks better. But the inside of a shoebox. <laughs> yes. Here's a shirt. That's pretty cool. I like that. If it this were, was the cat from Gio, right? If it were um, a black shirt with white print on it, mm. all day, every day, buddy. <laughs> all day, every day. Where, where are the Malaysian uh, uh, super chatters that ask for uh, shirt pics? Take that image and make a shirt out of it, you know? And then send it to us. Yeah. Uh, oh, so this is just what's inside with the covers. So, uh, I can't guess. I see uh, Smashed. I see Frankenstein, Tomie, the little twerp that I hate that has the nails on his <laughs> teeth. I hate that guy. Uh, the other dude, the, the emo Slender Man. Uh, the deserter and uh, some other stuff that that's coming out. Next middle year. top is the, I think that's being used for the tombs hardcover. Yes, that comes out next spring. And Shuichi or whatever the hell the name of the kid is that comes out in the summer. And there's another book, right? There's three books coming out next year that we know. I think we only have the two so far. Well, I just made that up then. You might have not. I might be forgetting something. Oh, come on. You, you, you're smart. I'm not. Junji um, Ito. Is there like a, a black paradox? Is that one of the ones that... I still don't have that. That came out uh, a couple weeks ago. Oh, okay. Yeah. That one came out already. Yeah. I haven't gotten yeah. that yet. Colleen, gosh, get it together. You're supposed to know about Junji Ito. <laughs> <laughs> I don't fucking read anything Junji Ito. <laughs> read the the cat diary from Junji Ito. That's a good one. I do want to read uh tell me. That one I've been meaning uh, to for a while. Yeah. That's not much of a horror person. Soichi Tombs. The one that made me the most scared when I read it. Which one? Tomie. For me, I think uh Uzumaki scared me more than uh Tomie. Tomie, I was reading it uh, alone in a cabin in the woods in, at night. Awesome. And I had to put it down because I was like, oh my God. <laughs> so he's gonna gonna now she's going to show up and, and uh, seduce you and then kill you. <laughs> exactly. Uh, oh no, I'm... a hot girl is going to show up in my house. <laughs> oh, I'm so scared. <laughs> Whatever shall I do? <laughs> What was that there was yeah. a TikTok like 
I sure hope a big booty Latina don't show up when he's got <laughs> of, uh, hot Cheetos. It would be a shame if I got chased by a big booty Latina. Um, you know what did spook me? Uh, the deserter story collection. You read that one, Riley? Mm-hmm. The actual story for the the siren with the demons and, and shit. Uh, you know the one I'm talking about where they uh, go to the town that's everybody's zombified into working for the spiral siren? And slight spoilers, they unleash the gates of hell. And that kind of freaked me out when I was reading it at midnight. It was just too relatable to you. Freaked you out because you were like, man. Same thing happens out here all the time. <laughs> yeah. Because... It's it's mostly a Western thing, you know, because he's writing about like Western demonology and all that stuff. I'm like, oh, that's very not Japanese centric. And then the actual story for Deserter uh, spooked me by the end. I thought that was excellently done. I don't want to spoil it because I think that's one of his best short stories, in my honest opinion. That was the one with the soldier that was living in the house. Yeah, the actual, yeah, the deserter soldier. Yeah. <laughs> the hook, when you find out what's going on in that, I'm like, oh, you son of a bitch. That's a great short story. Loved it. I do like I, those moments in like horror yeah. series where it's just like, ah. Oh, I saw that. I like, read that. I should have known. <laughs> and I thought, man. That would make a great for a great movie, or that would make for like or like a story you would hear from a family member telling you at like one in the morning or something yeah. like that. I love it. That old story from the kids like scary book where the, the girl has the like handkerchief around her neck and she takes it off and her head rolls off. Y'all remember that one? Is that from uh um, hmm. I don't think I've read that one. Where was that? It was, I don't remember what the book was, but I think it was the same writer as the Scary Stories book. I don't know. I'm not 100% sure. But it was like this dude, They he, he met this girl when they were kids and like she always had this ribbon around her neck and he like, you know, he had a crush on her and stuff and talked to her and she's like, oh, I can't take it off. Like it's special for me or something like that. And like they grow up together and they date and they eventually get married and she's never taken this thing off for her whole That's life. Weird. And then like she's on her deathbed and finally like they take the thing off and when they undo it, her head rolls off. She just like me for real. <laughs> <laughs> it's classic. That's odd. Did she like eat with that and 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 take a shower with that on like well i mean it's a kid's book so they didn't show her in the shower but oh no fan service for the Full shower scene <laughs> it's got the the fog over her bits <laughs> or the streak of light like in the anime shows dark horse doing a second printing of shinjuku but can't find a review any good should i be picking it up uh, have you read Shinjuku? No, but it's from uh, In a Dark, Dark Room and Other Scary Stories. Shinjuku? I, I know, I know what you mean. <laughs> There's oh, the, yeah. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. the dude 
in the like trench coat with the hat right there underneath the skull guy that always freaked me out and then there's to the side the girl that's holding her head that's the girl that loses her head whoa this does look familiar and there's there's the the image of her when she was young and she's wearing the scar for the ribbon or whatever oh i see and they're like you know why can't you take it off and and there's he it looks like uh dimitri martin is talking <laughs> and he's like hey i really like your scarf and she can't take it off i'm not wrong though he looked like dimitri martin he looks but, uh, like the dimitri martin that dimitri always draws himself as with the big nose yeah like, super oversized nose see they on her deathbed and then she's like yo homie charge your phone boy <laughs> i charged it overnight leave charge me alone phone, boy can, can you find the scene where can you find the scene with the head or is that Not too graphic great. for uh youtube um, are you gonna get demonetized it's way too graphic i don't know if i can show it Whoa. Oh, I'm, i bet the cat is like waiting for this moment and steals the head yeah, the cat ate it afterwards. Pongo, did you eat the head? He's asleep. Uh, uh, happening? Javier is asking, when's the Omnibus and Colleen collab? The IRL uh, collab is next week. Nice, nice. Um, I don't know if people here happen to see the uh, the legendary Eddie Burback Rainforest Cafe video. <laughs> yeah. But uh, we're going to do our own Rainforest Cafe. It's gonna be there, used to be, there used to be a Rainforest Cafe in downtown Chicago. However, it closed over the pandemic. So we are literally driving... 45 minutes to Gurney, Illinois <laughs> to go to the Rainforest Cafe. It's going to be us and uh, and Mr. Colleen is going to be there too. Mr. Colleen. <laughs> and uh... Yo, if, if you guys do characters like William Bobson, that would be great. Just saying. Mr. <laughs> William Bobson, go to the Rainforest Cafe. All I, all I know is Mr. Colleen said that he plans to get as drunk as possible. So, <laughs> so Colleen is going to have to drive. <laughs> um. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, we're at um, past our our limit, unfortunately. I would keep going, but it's like super late over here. Um, if you guys, I, I, we can do like. Two more minutes if you guys have any random questions as random as possible please don't ask for serious stuff don't ask for life-changing questions just ask the absurd and you'll make me very happy uh while i do that let me remind you that the top 20 manga or the top 20 graphic novels released in october you can get them at our sponsor's website. That's instoptrades.com, your home for all things collected editions. You can get your omnibus, trade paperbacks, hardcovers, manga, and so much more up to 50% off. 
loyalty discounts tack on an extra two percent to that and if you make an order of 50 bucks or more you get free shipping fantastic customer service wonderful packaging that's instocktrades.com the official sponsor of omnibros live here on the omnibus collectors network and at the end of the month on the last monday we're going to do the gift card giveaway valued at 50 bucks anybody can enter and participate and uh, hang out with us in the chat and with the instructions and all that cool stuff so thank you to IST once again for sponsoring uh, your uh, Omnibros and the Omnibus Collectors Network. There's an off-brand version of that story with the ribbon. It's like this other version. I don't know what is Are going on. Eating spaghetti? What's happening? So, but look, it is. It's 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 that, and then here's, uh proposing to her, and then. The red ribbon of fate. And there's the the scene where he's like pulling it off of her. Oh lord. Off of her neck. It's this like, is the version where John Hamm from Mad Men is uh proposing to what's her face? Joe. Joanne? No, I can't remember her I, name. The redhead. Cool. That's the Mad Men version. Well, that looks nope. like like Russian propaganda. Maybe no, like, <laughs> Martin. Like I could see that drawing be from being from like Russia or, or somewhere over there. I Some Eastern know. European. Yeah. Uh, hey, we got questions. Gio, what is the meaning of life? You. You eat. You poop, and the cycle continues. Yeah, and that's very until true. one day you can't do that anymore. Uh, but in all actuality, cafe. <laughs> the rainforest cafe. In all actuality, um, the meaning of life is too deep. Um, but if you have the right people and you have a lot of good memories, uh, I think that will help you find uh, the meaning of it at some point during your life. That's the best I can come up with at 10.34 p.m. on the <laughs> Thursday night, and I am super tired. I think... Who would, who would win in a Yu-Gi-Oh! duel? Adam Sandler or Yugi? Joey. This is a Riley question. Joey Wheeler. Joey? No! Adam Sandler or no, Yugi, Adam Riley. Sandler or Yugi? Adam Sandler would be like... Adam Sandler and Joey would be the best like duo to be doing stuff together because they'd play off each other so well. Um, no, Yu-Gi-Oh would win, but Adam Sandler would beat him at basketball. <laughs> For sure. Fucking crush him at basketball. <laughs> What's the best, best blue, blue titled manga? That's a good one. Blue Period, Blue Giant, Grand Blue, Blue Exorcist, Blue... What's the other one? Blue flag. Blue flag. Blue spring ride. Blue flag. Uh, blue. Blues clues. Blue man group. Blues clues. Blue man group. Solos. <laughs> uh, Magenta best uh, side character. <laughs> Magenta waifu. I'm blue. Abadi da da. I don't know the best blue manga. The blue is blue giant the one about music, the jazz. That's the jazz one. I'm gonna go with that one. 
I like Blue Period pretty well. Um, Blue Lock. Blue Manga. Ooh, Blue Lock. That's my pick. I, that's a new one. But Blue Lock solos Blue Blue Period. Those I'm watching. Period, sorry, go ahead, go ahead. Those kids in Blue Period don't even know how to play soccer. <laughs> so, like. Oh, they don't. So like, they would absolutely get crushed in soccer. Would get, I only go off of who gets crushed in sports. I I like Blue Lock so far, and I've said it in the past. It's a shame that nobody's dying in this manga or anime <laughs> or whatever, because I thought it was going to be Squid Game. Uh, I thought if they if they lose the soccer match, they were going to die. So when that didn't happen, I'm like, ah, eh, it's not as fun anymore. Well, maybe they, maybe they do. I don't know. Like, as it gets closer to the end, you find out like everyone who's been eliminated actually is dead. Executed. Hell yeah. Um, but it's been fun. However, when they get into the technical aspect of the sport, because since I'm not a fan of of soccer, football, whatever you want to call it, I I just skip past that stuff. To be honest, I don't care. I'm like, yeah, 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 sports, whatever. I, I just want to see them. And if they win, then what happens? What penalty happens? I don't know. Um, I like Blue Falcon, the uh, Hanna-Barbera superhero. Blue Gender. Oh, you remember Blue Gender? That was uh, Starship Troopers, the anime. Grand Blue Dreaming. Which gender is blue? Blue Box. Really? It's the boys. Blue Box just came out, right? The first volume? It's the color for boys. <laughs> yeah, Blue Box Volume 1 was this month. Okay. Bear in the Big Blue House. Nice. Good callback to that one. Spoilers, Daichi dies in Haikyuu. He does. Really secretly sad. a brutal manga. And they, they spike the ball. For him. And they spike the ball and it hits him in, in the face. Concussion right there and they die. <laughs> the best one, I think, uh, number one is... Blue Slam Dunk and number two is uh, Blue Gio. <laughs> blue Blue uh, Blue Fubu. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, Fubu. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that time I got reincarnated as a slime. Uh, he's blue, so it counts. It does. <laughs> it's a blue slime. So, um, I'm looking at stuff in my shelves now. Just, uh, I'm. Aqua Blue Team, Sara. Blue Force. Blue Sara. <laughs> Blue Gio does go hard. Bluey Wheeler. Dragon Blue Ball Z. <laughs> That's a good one. What else? I don't know. Uh, Blue Blukemon. <laughs> Pika Blue. Remember when that was what people called Meryl? Yeah. Was yeah. There's a blue Choodle. Choodle. There's a blue. That's a dumb looking Pokemon, too. He's a I, I like his evolution though. But that one, yeah, he's kind of weird. I would say a lot of Pokemon are dumb looking, so you take that back. Don't say I'm that about Chandelure. Like it's a chandelier. Come on. It's I a lure. I will explain. I'm gonna get all nerdy up in up in this stream. The purpose of those weird Pokemon, like inanimate inanimate objects, is that they're based on Sukumoyami, uh, Sukumogami. Sorry. Uh, so it's based on yokai lore. 
and that after many years, uh, spirits take over those items and they possess them like poltergeist. Yeah. Uh, so that's why you see that. Like you see the sword, you see the <laughs> Klefki. You remember Klefki? Yep. Uh, a bunch of keys and they come to life. Dumbest idea ever. But it is what it is. I get it. I just think the designs need to look better. Like I shouldn't look at something and be like, oh, that's a chandelier. Like that just yeah, put a little flavor into it. So I'm not like yeah. knowing that I'm looking at a chandelier. Gotcha. It doesn't look like a Pokemon. He he's an emo dude. Morgrim. Warming as can be. Im Impidem. I like Impidem. It's cute. Uh I I got there's Kaparaja. Kaparaja is interesting because you remember the dex entry for Raichu? It said that it would scare up a, an elephant or something like that. And people were like, wait, there's no, there are no elephants in the Pokemon world. Until plot twist, Sword and Shield, when they introduced that elephant Pokemon. Does they were playing the long game. the Mammoth not count? Or the Mammoth, yeah, sure. But that was Gen 4, so... Mammo, Mammo blue. blue. That counts because the shiny for me was blue. Shiny Mew Blue. Yep. Okay. Well, with that, thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Thank you for all the blues. Thank you for all the questions. I hope you found this stream entertaining. We're going to be back next Monday. I forgot what day it was. We're going to come back next Monday with uh, Halls, Reads. Oh, there's Clefty. Yay, it's a keychain. It's a keychain. Uh, we'll be back next week with hauls, uh, reads, and all the collected editions coming out. And then Wednesday, a comic book topic episode. And then Thursday, we're going to do a manga episode. Hope you guys stick around for all that. Thank you to our sponsor for making it happen. And thank all of you for tuning in. Without you, we wouldn't be doing this. We probably would. Nobody would be watching, but we probably would. Uh, Bobson, where can people find you on the internet when you're not here with us? You can find me on YouTube, uh, Instagram, and TikTok at Colleen's Manga Rex, and then on Twitter at Manga underscore Nostalgic. Willie. Willie Dusters, where can people find you? Well, you can find me over on the YouTubes and the uh, uh, Instagram and the TikToks. Uh, at the Omnibus Collector, and then on Twitter at Omni Collector. Nice, nice. Uh, when I'm not positioning for this stupid book, I'm at my own channel, a Week in Geekdom. I just posted a haul video, and I got a, a, a personal manga grill, if you guys want to check that out. I just posted that video a couple hours ago. Be uh, appreciated if you guys uh, give it a watch. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. That's it. We're out. Let me find the little thingy. Hold on. Wait a minute. There we go. There we go. There we go. Beautiful. Thank you, everybody. Uh, read more manga. Peace out. Or don't. Yeah, you, you do you, you know? <laughs> Just stop reading. <laughs> <laughs>